Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Thank you. 
Scott Hamilton with all his young friends Chris Floyd, Phil Fama, Flanagan, Chuck Riggs John Bunch on piano you can now watch my television program on YouTube thank you for listening it is simply this radio show with video film pasted over the music parts the show for April 5th is now up on YouTube as I speak in the first morning it was up there I gave it a look, you know, check it out see how it came out well, I watched it and I watched it and I watched it and nothing seemed to be happening but I was afraid that if I stopped watching I'd miss something over half hour later I was listening to Stan Getz and I still couldn't bring myself to turn the program off and go upstairs and eat breakfast you obviously see what's happening here. The captivating thing about the Humble Farmers television program is the reason I couldn't stop watching it was well as I, as I watched the screen I kept wondering if nothing would continue to happen. And there is a valuable lesson to be learned here my friend. People are tired of meaningless something on television and, in desperation, have turned to and have been captivated by shows like mine, which is continual, meaningful nothing. Right now, of course, you're listening to No Things Considered. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Send me an email if you don't want to hear from me.
Ghana. Ghana here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. People are hard up. People are hard up for live entertainment. I have capitalized on this for years. People want to see something different. Something they've never seen before. Think about this. How often do you find a television program or a radio program that you really, truly enjoy? How often do you watch something or listen to something only because there's nothing else on? It's like an election. How often do you vote for someone you really want? Today, you either don't vote at all or you vote for the lesser of two evils. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about here. My friend Uncle Jack not only writes stories that make me laugh out loud, Uncle Jack is also a photographer. Uncle Jack told me that he made... Are you listening to this? Uncle Jack made a film of a little dog digging for crabs on a sandy beach. The last time Uncle Jack looked, this video of a little dog digging for crabs on a sandy beach had been viewed (laughs) over 20,000 times. People are hard up for live entertainment.
Scott Hamilton here on the Humble Farmoth. Thank you for listening. This is your favorite radio station, and with any luck at all, I'm here every week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you. I'm thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Every morning for years and years, I have eaten a thyroid pill. And a couple of years ago, I started eating two vitamin C pills every morning. Then it came to pass one time when I went up to the Veterans Administration Hospital in Togus to get my hearing aid tuned up. My doctor up there mentioned that men of a certain age take a baby aspirin every day. So here I am at the kitchen counter one morning opening pill bottles when my beautiful young trophy wife, Marcia, the almost perfect woman, hops up and says to me, Why don't you let me put your pills in one of those pill dispensers? Then you'd only have to open one thing in the morning instead of three. I told her I'd rather open the three bottles because... After all, a man my age should be getting some exercise. We must have lunch real soon. Your luggage is checked through. We've got inflation licked. I'll get right back to you. It's just a standard form Tomorrow without fail Pleased to meet you Thanks a lot Your check is in the mail Marooned, marooned, marooned In a blizzard of lies Marooned, marooned, marooned In a blizzard of lies Your toes and knees Aren't all you'll freeze When you're in it up to your thighs it looks like snow, but you never know When you're marooned in a blizzard of lies You may have won a prize Won't wrinkle, shrink, or peel Your secret's safe with me This is a real good deal It's finger-licking good Strictly by the book What's fair is fair, I'll be right there, I am not a crook. Marooned, marooned, marooned in a blizzard of lies. Marooned, marooned, marooned in a blizzard of lies. Better watch your step when your old dog Shep can't even look you in the eyes. You're cold and lost and you're double-crossed When you're marooned in a blizzard of lies We'll send someone right out Now this won't hurt a bit He's in a meeting now The coat's a perfect fit Strictly fresh today Serve us with a smile I love you darling Till I die We'll keep your name on file Maroon, maroon, maroon In a blizzard of lies Maroon, maroon, maroon In a blizzard of lies 
Walk on, walk on with hope in your heart, and you're in for a big surprise when you're marooned. Maroon, maroon, maroon in a blizzard of lies. A blizzard of lies. <laughs> the incomparable David Frischberg. Do -do -do -do. Would you want to run for President of the United States? It might not be a good idea unless you were conceived in a test tube and raised in a monastery because, for some strange reason, you will be held responsible for the actions of everyone you ever knew. They'd certainly have a great time with me. My first psychology professor committed suicide.
Scott Hamilton, very tight there, huh? Phil Flanagan, Chris Flory. Chunk, 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 chunk. I think Chris Flory came up to Camden one time, played a gig with us at the Camden Snow Bowl. From time to time, you expect me to impart something that can pass off, I can pass off as wisdom. But because I'm not an oracle, it's hard for me to come up with these little gems. Thank you, thank you, from time to time. Someone wearing a sad face throws one my way, and that's when I pass it along to you. So here's your wisdom for today. Please listen closely. If, for the past five years, you've been carrying your $2,000 bicycle here and there on the top of your Volvo, think carefully before buying an automatic garage door opener. Thank you. 
Natalie Cole. Nice, nice band behind her there. Little breathless. On the way. Radio friend Tim sent me an email that said, I tried to sell my soul in the 1980s when everyone else was doing it. I found out it had no market value. In another email, someone else mentioned that women who carry a little extra weight live longer than the men who mention it. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com and I am very receptive to wisdom.
Thank goodness for the fade old Indian. In case you mess it up, boy, they can just cut it and pretend they were fading it out. Scott Hamilton, of course, on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. You might have seen a recent news broadcast where they interviewed some college kids on a college campus. And Do you remember that they said that graduates from this college would be earning $110,000 a year within 10 years of graduation? That sounds pretty good to an old man who bought his first completely furnished house on an acre of land for $5,000. But I want you to think about this. By 2025, $110,000 might be the price of a tank of gasoline.
Ukulele Ike, of course. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. And here's an email from Susan, thank you for writing, that says, I am working on trivia questions for a trivia night I do at the local library. Here's one for you and Masha. What was the real first name of Daddy Warbucks in the Little Orphan Annie comic strip? A... Albert B. Franklin C. Theodore D. Wilbur E. Oliver Well, I don't know if it was the real first name or not, but everyone knows that Daddy Warbucks was Oliver Warbucks at one time or another. And as I said, everybody knows that. Oliver Warbucks is not Oliver Warbucks a part of our culture. I think he attended SUNY at Stony Brook. But I forget now how much money he had. I think it was was twenty seven or so billion. I read it once. And I once wrote a newspaper column on the richest comic strip or fictitious characters. Would you believe that Santa Claus was the richest fictitious character? Think about this, it makes sense because the elves were immortal. Santa Claus was able to pocket the change that other billionaires so generously paid out in health insurance for all their employees. This Warbucks question is not a good one, in my opinion, because, well, is it not like asking people if they know the first name of George W. Bush?
Scott Hamilton here on The Humble Farmer, where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite radio station. Thank you for listening. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. I was glad to hear from you. And did you see that the Red River has flooded again? How do people live in a house that gets four feet of water in it every year? Because the only person you've probably ever heard of who profited from this water rising was Johnny Cash. How high is the water, Mama? Four feet in rising. I had no idea where the Red River was until my friend John Hammer told me. It's way up north. My wife, Marcia, the almost perfect woman, and I are lucky to live here in St. George, Maine, where there is no flooding and no fire ants. In St. George, Maine, the closest thing we have to a tornado is Marcia cleaning out the executive suite in our bed and breakfast after the guests have gone.
Thank you for listening. Ghana. Ghana. On the humble farmer. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. In researching honeybees, I read that in every human society, people cooperate with many unrelated individuals and groups. Division of labor, trade, and large scale conflicts are common. The sick, hungry, and disabled are cared for, and social life is regulated by commonly held moral systems that are enforced, albeit imperfectly, by third-party sanctions. In contrast, in other primate species, cooperation is limited to relatives and small groups of reciprocators. There is little division of labor or trade and no large-scale conflict. No one cares for the sick or feeds the hungry or looks after the disabled. The strong take from the weak without fear of sanctions by third parties. Is this not revealing? No one cares for the sick or feeds the hungry or looks after the disabled. The strong take from the weak without fear of sanctions by third parties. We are all different. And some of us still have this, what do you call it, primal, me-first way of thinking and doing things common in other primate species. You might recall that Stanford professor Robert Sapolsky says that the way we have of looking at things is hardwired into our brains. Does it explain the need for people who think alike to want to band together and form political parties to protect and advance their way of thinking? Can you think of a political party in this country 
that might have been formed to advance these principles? No one cares for the sick, or feeds the hungry, or looks after the disabled. The strong take from the weak without fear of sanctions by third parties. Why don't you give that some serious thought and get back to me?
Hear me, ha. 